0: Right, hello, Dave here, and I'll Yes, Um, hello,
1: I'm here as well Yes,
0: but you're not important, so I'm going to say something uh, Which is about trees
1: Oh, you want me to say something now? Yeah, say something now
0: Trees, right, what are you going to say about trees? I like them, we need more of them, particularly in cities
1: Right, now look, I'm going to help Dave out here What he's getting to is that there is an organisation Called Trees for Cities Who plant trees in cities Yes, since 1993 Trees for Cities have bunged a million trees in the ground. So chances are, if you're looking at a tree in your city, it's then what did it? Now look, they need Would some-
0: you believe it? Oh. Would you?
1: <laughs> oh, very nice. Yes. Now, if you want to branch out your philanthropy, uh, you can go to wubblywubblywubbly.treesforcities.org forward slash donate, where you can bung them some cash. £5.50 of your hard-won English pounds, will ensure that another tree can be bunged in the ground, and that'll be good for everyone. Yeah, a whip. You can plant a whip. Is that... Oh w- No. Is that what a baby tree's called? A whip, Yes, yeah, a whip. And that's where whippers,
2: where whippers
0: comes, from. comes from. Well, you learn something new, if that's true, which it might not be, every week. <laughs> BOOM Welcome to Sustainable 145. Welcome yourself, old to Sustainable 145. My cheeky little monkey, how are you? Fine. Fine, we are your friendly little weekly environment podcast, all about people and the planet, and why, despite everything being naused, there may be a reason or two to be cheerful about it. Are you all? Absolutely, it's going to be a cheery episode. It is mostly. Mostly. So, what we're going to be talking about this week then. Well, we are going
1: to be talking about some excellent developments in the world of politics and the environment in Blighty. Um, Something which is absolutely fabulous, which is that the government uh, as well, the parliament has gone and said, there's a climate emergency, so we'll be talking about that. Absolutely fabulous. Absolutely fabulous, that. We're also going to be talking about some silly old Piers Morgany types, you know, old men behaving really badly right. in relation to <laughs> Marks <laughs> yes. and Spencers and their Percy pigs and them being vegetarian and not being vegetarian, etc. Um, now, we're also going to mention, in passing, the fact that some McDonald's customers are really struggling with... The, the viscosity of milkshakes. They, they can't get their straws to function, their new paper straws. They struggle with the thick of it, the milkshake. <laughs> and, um, you know, they want their plastic straws back. So we'll talk about that. Right. And finally, yes. we're going to be talking about, and we're going to get very angry and very high-pitched about this, friend of the babble, Chris Packham. Hands off our Packham. Hands off our Packham. Some people have been sending him some dead birds of a feather. And <laughs> we're not happy about that. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Did you get the theme? Yes, I did.
0: Oh, uh nineties. Nineties and early two thousands. Very yes. good. Well look if anything we do work for environmental charities, don't we? Yes. But these are very much our own views. So if anything that we say makes you get out your pen and write brush strokes in our direction, <laughs> uh then take it up with me and all and not with anyone for whom we work. Yes? Yes. Otherwise, um, you know, the bill will be I'm hours
1: to on. pay. It's <laughs> not a sick. It is a sick. I think it's funny. Reasons to be cheerful. So, reasons to be cheerful. Now, look, there are lots of reasons not to be cheerful if you care about future of planets. Yes, I've got some. Uh, <laughs> We talk about those like,
2: <laughs> maybe, <yeah.
1: laughs> yes. But, 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 stuff is happening Ooh. and there are reasons to be a bit more cheery. Not least because thanks to all of the amazing protests that's been going on with the school strikes, with the extension rebellion, not just in this country, but everywhere. Um And, you know, Greta Thunberg and all the rest of it. Thunberry. Is that how it's pronounced? Thunberry. Thunberry. Yes. Ah. Good to know. Yes. Um, the... Uh, Turnberry. Turnberry. Shut up, Dave. Uh, well done for knowing a word. <laughs> the The Parliament in UK, then their people in the House of Commons, have gone and said, all right, there's a climate emergency. They've said what? Yeah. They had a debate about it on Wednesday and they went... And the, and the thing they were debating was a motion that said... Oh, they must... Be the there's, a, there's a climate emergency. Yes. yes. Uh, I won't read out the whole text because that's boring, but basically it said there's, there's a, climate a climate emergency. Because there is. Yes, yes. Yeah, there is a, an emergency. Um, so saying there's an emergency is not, in a sense, that radical. Nope. But these Unless are politicians are yeah, <laughs> we're talking about. Uh, but yeah, and it um, didn't have to get to a vote because the government went to their old, their own MPs we're not going to tell you to oppose this. So it just got Oh Yep,
0: yeah, well, well done. Yeah, well done, government. We're not gonna force you to vote against this. Yep. Yeah. You vote against it if you want.
1: Yeah. Well, we're saved.
0: Well, except then there
1: wasn't there wasn't a vote at all. It went through on the nods. Which is a bit annoying because in an ideal world you would be able to say to an MP, Oh, look, you've you voted to say there was a climate emergency, so perhaps don't vote for that new airport or for that fracking or whatever. So it's, it's a bit annoying that that record isn't there. But let's focus on a positive, which is the UK Parliament has gone. There is a climate emergency, which, in case you didn't notice, was the first demand of Extinction Rebellion. Tell the truth. Declare a climate emergency. Um, so they're pretty chuffed, I think. Today, Mr Speaker, this House must declare an environment and climate
2: emergency. We have no time to waste. We are living in a climate crisis that will spiral dangerously out of control unless we take rapid.
0: A minute ago, you said a thing that isn't true. You said some stuff Doesn't has surprised me in the slightest. <laughs> well, you said some stuff has been happening. That's not true. Do you know what's been happening? Shitloads of stuff has been yes. happening. Yes. Like, now I remember a time. Oh, <laughs> when I got into Hang this. On, game. Let's
1: put on the misty eyed. <laughs> back when I was a lad, music. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that one. I
0: remember a time when, if you wanted a nice quiet life, when you didn't have to do very much, you got a job as an environmental campaigner. (laughs) (laughs) You just like, once a year, the government would do something and you'd put a thing out saying it's shit. And you go the Pubble night. That seems to be what I remember. That's what I got into this game for. Now, you go for a lunch break that's longer than ten minutes, some sods table a motion, or, like, some people have chained themselves to Jeremy Corbyn's house, or, like, the governor of the Bank of England has gone, we're all <laughs> f <laughs> I can't keep up with it, crap. I've never known a thing like this. Bill McKibben, the sainted, noble Bill McKibben, founder of 350.org, very large brain, has done this piece in The New Yorker, saying, I've never known a time like it. Like this is amazing Look, like, something has changed something has fundamentally changed in the debate around climate change in the States in our case Britain although he was mostly actually talking about Britain he was going look what they've done over there that's amazing um, that feels fundamentally different and it's kind of discombobulating kind of how you discombobulated? I'm discombobulated Aww, up to the, up the nevers mate right up to me nevers I am discombobulated I know um, it's good it 's weird yeah got bloody climate got climate emergency now <laughs> ah! <laughs> if one of the scariest things about climate change is that stuff can go wrong for a bit and then suddenly get really bad because like all the ice will melt and then all the water will get hot and then all the ice will melt all the more. That sort of thing.
1: And to be clear, that is still happening. Yes, yeah, yeah. Some really, I reckon... If if you really really want to, like, burst this bubble, go and read about what's
0: happening to the West Antarctic Ice Sheet. No. Okay. No, reason to be cheerful. But similarly... Um, Or Greenland. Shut up. Similarly, so that... I've completely lost my balls now. (laughs) (laughs) What I'm trying to say is, yeah, stuff can change. It. Stuff can change really quick. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. Yes. It is evidently changing really quick. Important point to note: like it's not like people have suddenly decided climate change is a massive problem. It's just that what's happened now. Which people? People. Everyone. Like what's that? What's that opinion poll? What is it?
1: Well, this this thing that uh, Greenpeace put out um, that says they did some polling. They commissioned some polling. Uh, two-thirds of people in the UK recognise there is a climate emergency. Wow. And 76%, this one blew my mind a bit, say that they would cast their votes differently to protect the planet. That? But climate emergency, because that that That. is language which... A number of months ago, a small number of months ago, people would have said, oh, hang on, you know, this is scaring the horses, like, you know, you don't want to be no. all sensationalist, blah, 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 Not well, even that,
0: like, start of April, Extinction Rebellion hadn't really done anything. And, like, you know, we hadn't, it's, it's happened really fast. And But the point I was trying to make, before you so uh, accurately interrupted me with the thing I asked you to interrupt me on, yes. uh, was that... Uh, the conversation's changed. So people cared about climate change anyway, but they didn't feel you could do anything about it. Didn't feel you could say anything about it. It's like the Blue Planet thing with mm. plastic bags. It's not that like people mm. suddenly went, oh, there's loads of plastic in the sea. Knew that. What they didn't know was that it was all right to be annoyed about that. Yeah. And that's, I think it's amazing. And
1: to ask people to do a thing about it, yeah. like companies or the government or yeah. something. And or, McDonald's. If, or McDonald's. Or McDonald's. And if enough of you bang on about it, the government will suddenly go, well, hang on a minute. That's a lot of very disgruntled potential voters if we don't say we'll do a thing about it. So we might do a thing about it. Which is almost as if activism works. So let's not get too carried away. Obviously, this is sustainable. It is our job to say everything's not as it seems. Uh, It's tiring. (laughs) It's tiring. (laughs) Uh, So, I mean, look, Parliament went, there's a climate emergency. That is now the view of Parliament. Uh, well. Uh not binding, doesn't mean anything. No, 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 but it's symbolically, genuinely symbolically very, very good. Yes. Michael Gove was in this debate. He is government. Country, yeah. Right? He is Mr. Government on environment. Mr. Government. Mr. Government. And you know, he was asked by Labour and others, so are you gonna declare a climate emergency? Is that going to be the government's professed view? And he said, well, I I agree there is a climate emergency, and people said, "So are you going to declare a climate emergency?" And he said, "That's right, there is a climate emergency. It's emergency time in climate world." I think that's true. So, climate emergency then from the government? Hmm. There's an emergency. There's a climate emergency. Yes, that's
0: that is something I think. <laughs> Why well, has he done that then? Why didn't he just say there's a climate emergency? Because this is the thing I was going to ask you, right? Now I don't want to piss on any chips, but as you point out, that is what we do. Right? <laughs> so I just wanted to ask, like, it is a symbolic thing that has happened that uh, yes. a bunch of MPs sat in a room and said, "Yeah, there's a climate emergency," right? I sat in a room and
1: like gave proper speeches. There was, there was, and it was cross-party. There was, there was a proper love-in at the end with like Tories going, "Look." let's not create divisions where there are none you know and Labour to their credit I was worried that Labour were going to put this this motion down and it was basically going to go there's a climate emergency but the only way to deal with it is to smash the Tories get the Tories scum out and they didn't you know they're probably a bit smarter than I'm giving them credit for and it was you know and the government didn't, didn't oppose it so there was a genuine love in I think 63 MPs gave speeches about all this and some of them said some things I don't agree with obviously but
0: you know big deal it patently isn't a climate emergency in practice. Yes. Because, I mean, it seems... No, uh, no. Yeah. Uh, allow me to clarify. In, in, in physics, it's, it's in a climate physics, emergency. It is a climate emergency. Um, and we can talk in a minute about what some people in suits have said about that. But it, a climate emergency means Shell going away. <laughs> and Michael Gove... <laughs> going away. Going No, no just being, sorry. being prepared to say... The government's going to act on it. And if it was like a Bosch at the door emergency, yeah, that's an emergency. So to what extent does it really change anything if a bunch of MPs who already thought a thing was a problem have said a thing's a problem? That's the question. No,
1: I don't think it, it changes a huge amount. Um, as a colleague of mine in Scotland uh, said, a climate emergency requires an emergency response, Right. And an emergency response means going, okay, this is where all of our money is going to go now um, and we're going to stop that bad thing happening. Like you say, we're going to make Shell go away and we're going to, no, no more fracking, no more big airports. Um, Here, wind turbines have billions of pounds. Um, Right, no more cars over there. Like All of this stuff isn't happening. Um, But you also were never going to get it happening overnight. Uh, This is a really important expression of where people are at where MPs have gone, shit, people are at. Let's change stuff and it is it's it's a first step. Also, what I think is really, really important is that for thousands of people who, as far as I can tell, have got involved in activism for the first time of, you know, Extinction Rebellion and the school strikes has has fired something in them that wasn't fired before, they've gone and done loads of really knackering, time consuming um, all-consuming activism and now they've got a result off the back of it and that is so important because talk to people who have been you know banging on in the movement for 10 years or whatever you get burnt out and you get frustrated and it's depressing never winning anything i should know uh, <laughs> that is my meat and drink not yeah, winning yeah. campaigns yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and i'm so genuinely so so excited that, that for thousands of people who have dipped their toe in activism there's, there's something to show for it and hopefully that'll mean right we're going to dip our whole foot in and a couple of hands as well and you know I'll stop the analogy
0: there
2: down with this sort of thing careful now down with
0: this sort of thing so another thing happened oh more stuff oh god
1: more stuff. People in I was suits just lying back in my chair, reclining,
0: thinking, "Job well done." But there's more stuff, is there? Uh, no, you weren't. What you were doing was recovering from having just spoken for twenty minutes about a thing I've just chopped out. Cause it was, <laughs> so it was <laughs> oh, great. So we're going to do it again. Um, so some more stuff has happened, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is stuff. Apparently, stuff. What men in suits have done. Suits belonging and women uh, belonging to the committee in climate change on climate change. <laughs> Which is a committee in on climate change, um, which talks about climate change in a committee in suits, Um, and they advise the. So we're cutting out my last twenty-minute rant (laughs) in favour of this, are we? Yes, Uh, that's that's yes. With great power comes great. Power. Power, yes. Um, and they advised the government on what to do on climate change. And they got asked, was it three years ago, they got asked by uh, government to advise on what, meeting the Paris Agreement. Go back and listen to episode 35. Tells them they should do. When do I get to say that's wrong?
1: No. Now, yeah, they got asked earlier in 2018.
0: Fine. right, Good, correct me when I'm wrong. Okay. Don't correct me when I'm wrong. <laughs> I'll edit you out again. Okay. Like, start correcting me now. All right. Well, that thing you said earlier about... <laughs> Excellent, I enjoy this very much. fantastic stuff. They have advised the government on how to get emissions down uh to what equivalent to like meeting one point five degrees yes yeah, yeah, yeah
1: because government's gone all right, we've signed up to Paris shit 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 shit, shit.
0: i've've done I've done, uh... so, I've, I've done something by mistake,
1: so I went to <laughs> like a... when
0: Tony blocks banned fox hunting by mistake <laughs> yeah. Or... yeah. <laughs>
1: devolved power by mistake yeah exactly uh yeah i went to a big climate shindig and people there were, were very lovely and very passionate yeah. and i got swept up in the moment and i've signed us up to completely transform our economy really quickly yeah um how do we do that how do we do that
0: can we get some clever people to tell us how we do that please and the clever people have come back and they've said well what you need to do is you need to have zero ish carbon emissions by 2050 Ish. Yes. there's a lot of ish in there we'll talk about it another day there's a great deal of ish. The 2050 bit is an ish. The zero bit is an ish. The ishy bit is very ishy indeed. Ish. But, <laughs> but what I wanted to talk about, in fact, what you talked about for 20 minutes, and now I'm going to say it as if it's my idea. Oh, lovely. Um, this is great. I love this. Is I do need a wee, so maybe I'll just go and do that while you're <laughs> doing the next section. Yeah, no, come on. Why don't you go and do that, and I'll just fill the listeners in. Okay. I mean, I'm really desperate, so. Yeah. No, off you go. Okay. This shouldn't take long. Okay, fine. He's actually going for a wee. There, he's gone. He's gone for a wee. Right, good. Yeah, so your Extinction Rebellion had come out, and they'd said, yeah, that's a a bit of a betrayal, that is, because we want it done, like, by 2025, not by the year 2050, because there's an emergency going on. Um, And so Oll had spent the last 20 minutes banging on about how, uh, like, somewhere in the middle of that is probably right, but, uh, you know, let's not call it a betrayal, because actually they've gone away, these scientists and economists, and they've said, look, that's the answer to the question. This is what the UK's fair share of meeting 1.5 degrees in Paris looks like. Um... So yeah, so I think he'd called Extinction Rebellion a bunch of total in-offs um, and I think he said that the government are all brilliant. I think that's what he said. Oh, thank God. I was worried I was worried sick about you. Did you fall in? So I've explained to the listeners how you think Extinction Rebellion are a bunch of in and everything that the government wants to do now is absolutely fine. Perfect. Great.
1: Uh, is, is that
0: Actually what you've said. Uh, yes. Okay. Can
1: I say something now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you weren't here. You were having a wee. Okay.
0: What you just said isn't what I think. You don't think that Extinction Rebellion are a bunch of inoffs?
1: No, obviously I don't. Did you listen to the first bit of this episode where I said how brilliant it was that they've like, completely changed everything? Perfectly possible I took that bit out as well. Great. <laughs> 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 oh... I used to really enjoy the fact that you do the bulk of the editing. Now, I'm not so sure.
0: Uh, Well, that's fixable, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Well, it is, except I have to go back in time and not have a child. (laughs) Right. Can I defend myself? Uh, uh, Do I need to?
0: Get on with it. May I? Get on with
1: it. Uh, I am confused because I don't know what to think because on the one hand, I think it's brill bags that Extinction Rebellion's got everyone going, we need to do this super, super urgent, treat it like an emergency. Within six years is an emergency. On the other hand, I don't think that's possible. I don't think it's remotely possible. I I suppose you could do it if every bit of money spent by the government was spent on this if all big companies opposing the climate emergency were shut down um, and if like politics didn't exist and and if people millions and millions of people were just totally compliant and said all right yeah you can rip out my gas boiler all right you just,
0: yeah, I just won't have a car anymore. Yeah. Or it, or if they were like, if some people turned up with very large boots and yes. said... for instance, the army. Yes. The, the, and, and people decided they would be compliant with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that That is literally the, the only way I think you could do it within six years. Okay. But that, so was always, that, so was that was
0: always a kind of like, that wasn't actually, you know, that was always a kind of like, this is what the science demands, right? What, 2025? That was the point of it. It wasn't like, it wasn't,
1: no, I think that's debatable. I think you could argue that that later is 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 still consistent with the science. But but no one wants later. Like everybody wants as soon as possible, right? If you're if you're serious about this. Yeah. So I'm just a bit conflicted because I think there are I think the committee on climate change report is unambitious. I think it could be more ambitious, particularly on some of the stuff about flying and like, you know, eating meat and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty weedy about that. Yeah. They could be less weedy. And that would mean their date came sooner, yeah? But there are also really, really tough, like, pathways to how you get there. Whoa, Incredible. Hang on. Yeah, I know, I know. But how else do you say it? Route maps.
0: Critical path. You'll break the class. Plans. Plans. <laughs> plans. Plans. Have you mean plans? Say plans. Plans. There are really robust plans that
1: are really, really ambitious that say later. And... Uh, I don't know, I don't know where you go. Like, what is the role, you know, should should Extinction Rebellion, should people like me and you be going, no, Commission on Climate Change, you're in half, this is too late, you are the people who are going to drive us over the cliff edge, or should they be going, should we be going, all right, this is like, clearly robust and credible but is a minimum level of ambition and let's immediately talk about how we go faster and oi michael gove do more oi chris well, exactly. grayling stop building heathrow exactly yeah all right you know because obviously it's the decisions taken now which matter the most it's the cuts in emissions that happen now that matter the most oh, yeah. and there is a government in charge of that stuff and they're not doing it properly Bastards. see every other episode of Babel. Yeah. so like i think that is where we should be going in hof in hof in hof and not uh, the Committee on Climate Change, necessarily.
0: Inhofe of the week. Your love is like a studied Right,
1: so talking of Inhofe's. Mm, what's an Inhofe? An Inhofe is someone who we don't like. Yes. <laughs> Full stop. Yes. Do you want to know who Inhofe is? Go on. He's a senator in America. Still, still.
0: How old is he? Like a hundred and twenty-nine. He's in his eighties. Crikey, Moses!
1: Uh, and he is very noisy about how climate change isn't real because there's still snow. And he's a tit. And he's a massive, massive tit. Uh, so we have a section called Inhoff yes. of the week. Yes. This is
0: it. Yes. Is that enough explaining for you? That is enough explaining. And this week's Inhoffs, we have got a smorgasbord of Inhofery. The Inhoffing in question is an angry McDonald's customer, Ol. Um, so go back and listen, or uh, well, don't do that, because why would you? We're in the middle of an episode, to episode 101, when we talked about straws. We talked about straws, plastic straws, which you remember before people were sort of barricading themselves into bits of white and protesting against the government was, like, people were very upset about plastic straws. Yes. Straws everywhere bad, save planet, get rid of straws, replace them with paper ones, right? And companies, like, you know, they didn't really do much else, but they did go around changing all their straws. I think we may have done a a, a babble feature on
1: an airline that changed (laughs) its its tiny little straws in its
0: martinis or something and was like... Look at us! We're so sustainable! <laughs> yes, and, and straws did become the uh you know the international symbol of Babel for yeah. an extent. Absolutely. For a while. Um and but a company that changed all its straws was McDonald's and customers have gone bonkers about it.
2: This palette is no more. It has ceased to be. It's in a good way, are no. they
0: going hurrah? I'm so
1: pleased that finally I don't have to be complicit in the wanton reckless
0: destruction of our planet. Now they've gone bonkers about it. They've signed a petition called Bring Back McDonald's Straws. Um, and it has gained, at the time of this article, which was last week sometime, more than 30,000 signatures. Jesus. 30,000 signatures. That's considerably more than signed most petitions about anything. <laughs> um, uh, uh, because their paper straws have been described as useless. And one angry McDonald's customer says it is important... So I can drink my milkshake proper. Hello, Arabella. Hello, Arabella. Um, yes, yes. Uh, basically, straws apparently have been dissolving as they try to suck up the viscous, gelatinous milkshake.
1: I don't care. I don't <laughs> care if this is what you think. <laughs> if you've got nothing else to worry about also drink your milkshake quicker or use I don't know your mouth or drink some orange juice Or yeah drink some orange water. juice water haven't, haven't those milkshakes all got chicken fat in them anyway or something or you? just stay at home and don't go to McDonald's no I don't mind you going to McDonald's go to McDonald's no really yeah go to McDonald's that's what you want to do really buy some chips right. but like you know well, if you want to buy a burger buy a burger buy I mean, a burger whatever. that's
0: what I'll say yeah. buy a burger next week's advert will be brought to you by McDonald's <laughs> By two uh, I, no obviously don't do that well do it if you want to I just
1: Gordon Bennett don't think you should this is a Weasley episode isn't it for you <laughs> well, I, just, I have no idea what I said earlier in the episode or rather what I was accused of saying when I was doing a wee um, but for God's sake you can drink a drink without a straw and also I'm sure you can drink a drink without taking 20 minutes over it and just leaving your soggy straw to get soggier I don't care I don't care what you think I tell you another thing that I don't care about all oh. Pierce Bloody Morgan. That's what I don't care about. Yeah, it's important not to care about Piers Morgan, otherwise, it can get very aggravating.
0: Oh, but he's done, he's gone a funny colour this week. He's had the <laughs> veins po- again, the veins popping out the side of his head again. No, you know, and obviously, you might expect this to be, being Pierce Morgan, about the climate emergency. You know, he's really worried about climate change, perhaps, or mm. the continual Usually. deadlock over Brexit, which obviously he wants a speedy resolution to, as we all do, in the mm. way that keeps us connected to our European cousins. But it's not about those. Things. Oh, <laughs> it's about this. this. As fans have said, like washing up liquid. So they've completely destroyed Percy Pig, right? Just to cater for a few vegans who who are, who don't realise that it's a pig. It's no, called Percy oh, the Pig. Pears, don't be obtuse. It's just called because they, just Percy because the Pig. They are shaped like pigs. Well, get your own damn sweets. Seriously. Sometimes I
1: worry I'm the sort of environmental. Seriously. Hippie version appears Morgan, like, that tone of voice is not unfamiliar to me. <laughs> it's actually
0: quite funny. Yeah, he's, uh, he's totally lost his mind about the fact that Marks and Spencers have... So do you know what a Percy Pig is? Uh, yes, it's a sweet... It's a sweetie in the shape of a pig's head made with pig. Uh, but up until now, it was made with pork gelatin, which, as a uh, as the vegan in the room, and indeed, you know, we're both veggies, uh, you have to look out for. You've got to be careful of that. It's loads of things. Loads yeah, yeah. of things, yeah. It makes it all sticky, nice, stick in your mouth, nice, sticky, sticky, um, and comes out of dead pigs. And I always thought it was a particularly cruel thing to do to make a sweetie that was a pig out of pig. And then... Give it to kids and not tell them yeah. that they were actually eating pig. <laughs> thought that was a bit mean. And Marks and Spencer's clearly thought it was a bit mean as well because they took the pork gelatin out. Now, I'm confused by this because they've always had
1: veggie Percy pigs, haven't they? Have they? Yeah, they definitely have. Right. I think that may be all you can get now. Okay, so maybe that's what they were trying. They were, they were just removing the originals from, from no, sale or
0: something. I don't know. Couldn't tell beneath Piers' frothing. But Anyway, there's big hoo-ha. The front page of The Sun... The front page of the sun... I haven't seen it, so I'm just going to click on it. Yeah, the front page of the sun... Front page? Yeah, the day after the uh, climate emergency was being debated in the House of Parliament, the front page of the sun led off on the uh, washing up liquid taste of Percy Pigs and the fact that it's political correctness gone mad and all these veggies and vegans want to make your Percy Pigs taste funny. Porky Blinder. (laughs)
1: Victory for the sun. As MS rethinks hated vegetarian Percy Pig uh, recipe. Well,
0: what you're reading out there is the headline from the Sun the day after, when the Sun had managed to get Marks and Spencer's the cowards to appear to back down <laughs> on their decision oh, yes. to take pork gelatin out. Because over the space of 24 hours, not only did Pierce Morgan lose his mind about it, but everyone else lost their mind about it as far as I can work out. And MS slammed for sneakily changing Percy Pig recipe to keep vegetarians
1: happy. Fury. Yes, meat lovers, are there any other kind, have since launched a campaign to hashtag bring back Percy. What's the matter,
2: Peppa?
0: My tyre has gone flat.
2: It's only a puncture. I'm a bit of an expert at mending punctures.
0: I, I understand oh, I understand that not everybody spends all day worrying about capitalism, systemic global environmental collapse and hoffs, right? I understand that is the case. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, because most of my life I spent not worrying about that stuff either, right? And it's quite nice to go... They're and- the good bits of, of life, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs>
1: They're the bits where you don't have to, like, be in a constant state of... Oh. Existential angst.
0: I was driving a car last weekend. I was brilliant. You I loved. Bastard. I loved driving that car. Went to a service station. Got loads of stuff wrapped in plastic. Threw it on the floor. Yep. Don't don't matter. Chucked out the window. Chucked out of the window. Into Sharked a hedgehog. Which di- then ran over directly into a hedgehog. Um, and like, it's nice not to care about that stuff. And I understand most people have got other stuff going on in their lives. I get that. I get that. But is like, what's going on with the bloody media? That's the thing. Like, you don't have to. You don't have to tell people. Like You don't have to say people aren't allowed to care about Percy Piers going vegetarian, but don't put it on the front page of the sodding newspapers <laughs> the day after Parliament has just voted for a
2: climate emergency. You total in Hello, I'm Chris Packham, and you're listening to Sustain a Babble.
1: Now look, final section in this inhofery of inhawcasm, inhofgasm in inhaw Inhofe- smorgasbord. Chris Packham has had oh. dead crows strung up and hung from the gate, which is at the entrance to his driveway at his home, where we went back where in where episode we
0: twenty-four, didn't we? We did. Yeah, we've driven through that gate. We were, in fact, the the entry, the beginning of the episode of Sustainable Babel twenty-four is recorded at that gate. Me and you standing there recording it, going, "Oh, we're really." nervous we're about to go meet chris packham and he was lovely he was lovely yeah um
1: yes look this is a campaign i'm not fully up to speed on but basically he has set up an organization with a couple of other conservationists called wild justice and they're trying to basically get largely existing laws about protecting wildlife enforced Um, and one of the things that has been a big deal recently is that natural england who are you know a body a government body is supposed to be like protecting Wildlife and Natural England, apparently are issuing loads and loads of licences to go and kill loads and loads of birds Bad. that are considered like pests <sighs> for some reason. Because um, uh, they eat,
0: they eat farm crops and stuff.
1: Yeah, they eat crops. And I think, uh, I don't know why, but yes, crops is, is definitely uh, one thing of it. Anyway, he has successfully got some of these licences revoked, including the killing of crows. So some inhofs mm. who want crows killed, went and killed some crows and strung them up and hung them from his gate. With death threats, With mate. death threats. This horrible stuff. I'm a bit worried about Friend of the Babble, Chris Packham. He's all right. He can handle himself. I, I mean, it's not handle- nice. I'm not saying it's trivial,
0: but... No, it's not nice, is it? But uh, b- true to form, Friend of the Babble, Chris Packham, has not taken this lying down is he he's
1: not taking it lying down he oh this is magnificent i already loved chris packham an awful lot um and didn't think it was possible to love him more but it is and i do as well as the dead crows and the death threats he got sent well
2: listen to this i've just got home opened up the post and someone has sent me a present and just like everyone else i love a present especially this one because it's been hand crafted look at this a neat piece of wood neatly sawed there and onto it they've marked this motif now i'm a bit confused as to what it might be it could be a very badly drawn elephant ears trunk no eyes and legs though could be one of those double-headed tadpoles i've heard about them never seen one myself or maybe even a badly drawn duck head beak but of course it could be a penis and some testicles And if it is that, then what I like about it most is that whoever drew it has drawn it to scale based upon their own genitalia. And here's a 50 pence so you can see how big that is and the reason oh well
0: done sp- friend of the babble chris packham oh, isn't that superb and he's
2: put it on ebay <laughs> yes well
0: uh, <laughs> so this is uh, not immediately clear it's basically a block of wood with a cock on it yeah is what it is that someone's left It's mean, not a very this. sophisticated
1: cock no. <laughs> it's, it's very minimalist yeah. you know sort of tony hart kind of thing yeah um not tony hart's cock no uh how tony hart might draw a cock <sighs> Cranky moses Potentially. Yes. yes. Um, and anyway, someone had the bright idea of putting it on eBay and Chris Packham said that's great and stuck it on eBay with, I'm not going to read it out, but do go on his Twitter feed and have a look because the description of the excellent condition, um, <laughs> you know, unique motif uh, on block of wood, potentially spruce, all the rest of it, it's just brilliantly done. He stuck it on eBay and um, the proceeds of this auction will go to support Wild Justice, the very charity uh, that presumably owner of Cock Motif or original uh, artist of Cock Motif um, hates to the bottom of their core. So I just love the idea. It's brilliant, isn't it? Through sending Chris Packham a cock in the post, you've accidentally raised thousands of pounds for the charity that you hate. <laughs> So that is just about it for another episode of Babble. Thank you very, very much, Dave, for babbling. The massive caveat being, unless you said some really awful things and <laughs> attributed them. Attributed them. Shut up.
0: This is why I edit you out. You can't say words. And attributed them to me. Yes, I did. I said the things what you thought. say squirrel. Say it again. Cool. <laughs> You're very welcome, all. Thank you very much for babbling so eloquently, particularly the bits that I got rid of. Thank you, as always, to the legendary Dickie Moore. Uh, tomorrow night we're going off, are we not, on an expedition to watch the legendary Dickie Moore play some music. Yes. Um, we, we should plug his band, Dream Themes, what Dickie Moore is in, because we don't do that enough. That's true. Check them out on YouTube. Very good. They do like uh, zany covers of... Uh, TV theme music, apparently. Uh, thank you to the legendary and still annoyed at shell, Arthur Stovall, <laughs> um, for the logo that adorns this podcast. And a thank you to Arabella for so nobly reading out the eco-guff.
1: Yes, now we've had uh, some people give us some of their hard-earned cash this week, for which we are genuinely... And immensely grateful, like you lot are superstars. So uh if you want to join their ranks you can go to wobblywobblywobblypatreoncom dot forward slash sustainable. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N and give us some cash and you will be as heroic as Dave. Uh yes. As Dave, yes, and
0: also as, Dave as Oliver Godwin Brown, as Hugh Morgan, as Steve Pike, and as David Antrobus. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for yeah. your dosh. No normally, way. it's normally it's women giving us cash. This week, it's men. Interesting. Yeah. Read into that what you will.
1: Uh, we yeah, we really appreciate it. Thank you also this week uh, to a number of people who've sent us prodigiously long emails. Yes, um, <laughs> wrong with you people. Uh, which are great and we have read them I promise Uh, and haven't read all of them yet no there's one actually which we haven't got to the end of yet but the one I have read is from Howard Smith Uh, thank you Howard like what a labour of love you have been through Howard has listened to all of our episodes God we are worried about him yes um But he seems fine. Uh, (laughs) And he wrote to us at length and with great thought and
0: with great generosity. And we really appreciate it. Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Howard. Thank you to everyone. Uh, We do uh, read all the emails eventually that you send, uh, but we may not have time to reply to them all. If you want to send us an email, you can do so by emailing us at hello at sustainababble.fish. Or you can send us a message on Facebook or find our Facebook page. Just search Sustainababble. Or you can tweet at us at The Babble Wagon. Yeah. the babble wagon yeah, yeah.
1: The babble I wagon. there was a hesitation
0: oh, <laughs> like, come on leave me alone
1: <laughs> he's itching his ankle in a very nervous <laughs> way right that's it I think isn't it Yeah, we've done everything we're we need to out. do we are done okay uh, we're off uh, we'll be back next week until then try not to accidentally send death threats to environmentalists
0: or anything I shall attempt not to okay bye bye
2: bye